the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Rob Black, weekday mornings from 10 to noon on Talk 910 KNEW. You, your money, your life, your dreams. The answers are here. This is Rob Black. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. It's Monday. Feels kind of like a Monday, doesn't it? You really don't want to be at work. I don't blame you. With that said, we're going to talk about the most important issue to me is getting to retirement. Probably the most important issue to you is probably having more money, keeping what you got, things along those lines. Got a good show planned for you today. Got a good show planned for you on Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm going to be doing a crazy, groovy, loving, trippy-dippy Wednesday going to talk all about investing in the 1960s, the economy in the 60s, social uh, America in the 1960s. We'll talk a little bit about that on Wednesday in the second hour of the show. But today, I'm going to be talking all things financial. First hour, heavily skewed towards the stock market. Second hour, one of the things I'm going to go over is the best ways to save money. What are some of the best ways to save? Managing what you own, your stocks are just as important as managing what you owe, your debt, but also keeping what you got. Pretty smart. So I'm going to talk about ways to keep what you have. To get your calls in there, it's an 800 number. It's 800-345. How easy is that? 345. And then it's 5639. So it's 800-345-5639. The 5639 spells out K-N-E-W because this is Talk 910 K-N-E-W. And uh, we are on our way into the show. So the market rally continues. It just keeps going higher. Now, today it was a little bit higher than where it is now. We uh, are up 36 on the Dow. We're up two on the NASDAQ. We're up three on the S&P 500. Stocks are extending their rally. They're touching fresh new 2009 highs. There's all sorts of stories out there. Here's an interesting one. Apple's Snow Leopard goes on sale on Friday. New operating system. Microsoft obviously has Windows 7 coming out uh, right around now. Apple comes out with their own operating system, you know, fire right back at you. Stock market gained 2.2% last week. Even more remarkable is that it gained 4.7% between Tuesday and Friday because it had an awful Monday. In the last six weeks, the stock market's up 16.7%. My personal opinion, that's too much. It's kind of like a sprint. I'm getting back into shape right now. I always ebb and flow in and out of shape, and uh, I'm at an eight-minute mile. I have a problem doing seven-minute miles, and after four eight-minute miles, I need a breather. The stock market's doing eight-minute miles at this point in time. Six weeks, 17%. Last week, advance was forged on the same economic recovery theme that's predominated ultimately since mid-July. And we got reassuring comments last week from Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke. We got better-than-expected manufacturing data. We got larger than expected increases in existing home sales in July. Basically, those were the sparks that heated up the market last week. Now, gains in foreign markets this morning. Well, let me stop for just a second. 
Gains in foreign markets have really painted a picture on Wall Street. It's really determining how we're opening. Uh, sometimes it's more important than others, but right now we seem to be taking our cue from Asia. Now, gains in foreign markets today um, have been a supportive influence. So we see them rally and we're going, okay, that's good. A little bit of M&A activity. I refer to it as a smattering. Why do I care about M&A? What is M&A? Mergers and acquisitions. Why do I care? Why should you care? Well, when a company looks at another company and says, I want to buy you, they say, how much? And they say, well, what's your sales? And we learned the company's sales is a billion dollars. So we'll say, I want to buy you for $2 billion, two-time sales, or four-time sales. And ultimately what that does is if we buy a company for two-time sales, let's say it's a pharmaceutical company, then we can look at all other pharmaceutical companies and say, well, they should at least be selling for two-time sales. It gives us an idea of where we should be. Not, you know, rocket science. It's not set in stone. We're not going to be able to print that number out and say definitively all companies are going to be worth two-time sales. For instance, software companies, because they have uh, the business model of writing something and then distributing it, it's very profitable. So maybe you go four-time sales on software, two-time sales on financial services companies. So you get the idea. Different sectors of our economy get different valuations. So today we got a little M&A activity. Charlotte Roos, ticker symbol CHIC, chic, they're going to be acquired at a 33% premium to Friday's closing. Procter & Gamble, they're going to sell their global pharmaceuticals business to Warner Chilcott, ticker symbol WCRX, for $3.1 billion. So Procter & Gamble getting out of the pharmaceutical business. Don't know why. Maybe they're afraid of Obama. Maybe they're just saying, hey, let's focus on what we do well. We do branded products really, really well. Let's focus on that. Now, aside from those factors, the fear of missing out on further stock market gains, motivating factor of people jumping in the stock market. Now, the view is understandable that people are afraid. You see the market up 16.7% in six weeks, and you go, I want some of that. Aren't you glad you bought into your 401k two weeks ago, four weeks ago? What you put in your four, uh, 401k six weeks ago, it's up 16%. That's stunning. Now, I think it's understandable that people are freakish and fearful. The March low has given us the recognition now that there's, you know, only 10 losing sessions in the last 30 on Wall Street. So the market's up 20 out of 30 last, you know, periods of uh, weeks. So... Anyway, and when it was down, it was down very, very nominally. Now, something that got my attention this morning, despite all the talk about the global economic recovery, is the Baltic Dry Index. It's down 17.3% since the market rally started six weeks ago. Why is that? Seasonal factors can explain a little bit of the weakness, but not to the extent of the underperformance of the market. Now, the Baltic Dry Index is a shipping index, and it basically tells you... If you think the stock market's in a recovery trade, maybe the Baltic Dry Index is telling us, well, the economic recovery is not there yet because people aren't shipping. So maybe things have gotten a little ahead of themselves. Let's talk about another story that's kind of warming up Wall Street today. It's AMD. It's Advanced Micro Devices. Their shares are up big, up 7%. They got an upgrade from Citigroup. Now, again, you don't know Citigroup's semiconductor analyst. You don't. Admit it. Say, I don't know. Now, Citigroup upgrades shares of AMD to buy from hold, citing valuation. Citigroup says that they recognize that AMD's competitive position is poor, but added that it's trading at a 45% discount to its peer, making the risk-to-reward balance favorable. 
The broker also said that AMD's competitive position is likely bottoming out and that their gross margins expected to have a rise in the second quarter levels uh, for, yeah, through the rest of the year. So AMD is a competitor to Intel. And, you know, I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to tech stuff. I like keeping up on it. Intel really hasn't come out with anything that has really gee whizzed me in the last two years. Yes, they've got some new semiconductors out there, but I'm not going, ooh, i got to upgrade my two-year-old semiconductor. In fact, I just bought a, a laptop, a netbook, that uses a pretty darn slow semiconductor. So I don't think we got that gee whiz, we got to have it thing going on right now. So AMD's been able to catch up a little bit, and it's a little bit more of a commodity. My next computer... You know, does it have to be the AMD super chip or is it Intel super chip? Well, you get the idea. Now, maybe Intel's got something up their sleeves. Intel clearly makes billions and billions and billions of dollars. AMD doesn't. So AMD's a risk. AMD's uh, price target today up to 550 from four and a quarter. Now, Thomas Weisel, they've upgraded Zimmer and they've downgraded Stryker. Why is this? Zimmer and Stryker, th- something you got to know is they make... Artificial knees, artificial shoulders. They, they make things that go in your body. Artificial hip, hip replacements, you know, spine issues. Things that, you know, go in your body. Medical devices is probably the word I'm looking for. Well, anyway, Thomas Weisel upgrades uh, medical device maker Zimmer Holdings data overweight from market rate. They downgraded Stryker to market weight from overweight. Now, something I can tell you is that we're getting older as a society. And as our society gets older, whether we have free health care or not, our knees blow out, our hips blow out. And we need, you know, better knees. We need new knees put into us. So Thomas Weisel said Stryker's med surge division becomes a, less of a driver for revenue. And Zimmer's recovering from share losses and launching new products. Both companies are likely to post mid-single-digit growth. Now, with both companies also likely to post earnings growth of 10% to 11% in 2010-2011, valuation multiples for the pair should even out. Valuing the stocks at 13 and a half times earnings indicates, you know, a potential of return of greater than 20% for Zimmer and less than 10% for Stryker. So Thomas Weisel is basically spilling their guts on why they like one company over the other one. More upside on a fair valuation scenario. And 13 and a half times earnings expectations, that's not, that's not expensive. That's not historically rich for these companies. Now, they had their, their heyday, their growth day, in the 1990s, but they're still medical device companies, and again, our society still continues to age, so they get their upgrades for this reason. Thought I'd throw it out there. They're the two premium names in medical devices. If you want to play what should I have in my portfolio, it's Zimmer Holding, sticker symbol ZMH, and Striker ticker symbol SYK. Let's take a little bit of a break here. Let's recap, though. Phone numbers, 800-345-5639. It's 800 800- 345-5639, the station you're listening to right now in case you're you're dense and don't get it. It's Talk 910 KNEW. It's Talk 910 KNEW. And Wednesday, I'm doing Groovy Wednesday. I'm going back to the 60s, going to talk a little Woodstock, talk a little investing in the 60s. I have some free movie passes. For those of you who want them, all you have to do is make our phone ring, and you do that by calling 800-345-5639. Wednesday night, after you've gotten a whole education from me on the 60s, Wednesday night at the AMC Metreon, August 26th, 7.30, free movie passes. All you have to do is you're going to have to come to um, uh, KNEW and pick them up. So you get to come and see a cool radio station, come pick them up before Wednesday. And then Wednesday night, just walk across the street almost. I mean, it's right here, AMC Metreon, 
Anyhow, anyway, to get your calls in the air, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. You can jump online, listen online. If you're at work and want crystal clear reception, it's 910kenyw.com, 910kenyw.com. Say you're driving right now and you have to go into a business meeting. You can listen to the show later today, tomorrow, by getting a podcast. And that's you can stream it live on your computer. You can download it to any MP3 device. Um, you can get that at 910kenyw.com as well. Anyhow, I have to go to break. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Hanging around downtown by myself and I had so much time to sit down and think about myself and then there she was like double cherry pie yeah there she was like disco super fly I smell sex and candy yeah. Who's that lounging in my chair? Who's that casting deep stairs in my direction? Mama, this surely is a dream. Talk 910 KNEW. Helping you make sense of the complicated world of money and finance. This is Rob Black. Cash for refrigerators. (laughs) I couldn't make that headline up if I tried to, right? That's the next thing our government's going to bestow upon us. But it's not going to be a $3 billion program like Cash for Clunkers was. This is only $300 million, so don't worry. It's, it's not like our government's out of control with spending and giving away free money. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. I need a new refrigerator, and I need a new dishwasher, and I'm going to wait for the, the free money. Isn't that sad? Someone like me who doesn't need it will wait for it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's go to David in Pacifica. David? Hey, Rob. Hey, David. How you doing today? Good. How's the weather in Pacifica today? You know what? It's sunny and beautiful. I'm loving it. That's good. That's good living when it's good. <laughs> I just want to thank you for those tickets. You can actually be able to make it to the movie? Oh, uh, for sure. I'm going to be there. Oh, good, good. Sony Metreon, or now it's called the AMC Metreon. That's a fun place to see a movie. Yeah, that's, that place is unbelievable. I actually uh, worked across the street and built the uh, Moscone West Center over there. You built it? Well, I was part of the crew who built it, yeah. When was that built? That was uh, 2001. 2001? Yeah. I thought the Moscone Center was older than that. Oh, that's the new one, Moscone West, right across the street from the Metreon. Oh, okay. See, these are the things that I don't know. What do you do for a living? <laughs> do you carry a, a, a hammer for a living? No, no, I'm a union iron worker. But uh, things are a little slower now for everybody, so I'm just uh, just on standby listening to you trying to get some good advice. Not a lot of, not a lot of side business for iron workers, is there? No, no, it's all union, so, you know, we all get together in the morning, sitting in the union hall, and um, just hope for the best, and just waiting for these big projects to kick off, but uh, everything's on standby, and it's just down to, like, a skeleton crew every, everywhere. That's interesting to note. Now, infrastructure money is supposed to be coming down the road, so Obama's stimulating the economy, and will that make it into the iron industry? I hope so. I hope so. But, you know, um, they were talking a lot about how all this... Uh, all the scrap metal and um, now with the um, appliances uh, coming into play, all that stuff's going to China. So China seems to be taking all the iron, all the steel, and they're booming over there. 
And there's a company called Schnitzer Steel. Do you know them? I haven't heard of them. They do scrap metal, and uh, they do a lot of business with uh, with Asia. So you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. So. Well, maybe I'll learn a little Cantonese and uh, go, go go abroad and find some work. Yeah, I, I can't even <laughs> begin to to, to uh, visualize that concept. So thanks thanks for the call, David. Learn some Cantonese and go international. It's an interesting concept. If you were to have a kid today, what's the most important thing you'd do? Teach them Spanish with all the immigration issues in the state of California or teach them Cantonese or some sort of Chinese dialect that might become important for him to travel the world with. It's interesting to note. So 800-345-5639. He's uh, welcome for these free movie passes. And again, I think we got another four or five pairs if you want to call 800-345-5639. I'm not going to, you don't have to go on air. You don't have to be nice to me. You don't have to bark like a dog. Uh, nothing along those lines. So anyway, a guy named Nuriel Rubini is in the news today. And the first thing that I do in the morning is I check out the Financial Times. Financial Times is a lot like the Wall Street Journal, but it's got an English accent to it. So Rubini is interviewed today in the Financial Times. I think you can get maybe like 10 to 20 free articles a month. With the Financial Times, anything over that you have to start paying for, you get a regular subscription, get it all. It's a pretty good business model. I, I, I like that business model. Now, Nuriel Rubini, he's the New York University professor. He predicted the financial crisis that we got into. He's interesting. First and foremost, he parties. He goes to like Las Vegas and parties with 20-year-old girls as an economist. Pretty cool. Now, Nuriel Rubini, uh, he said today that the chance of a double-dip recession is increasing because the risks related to ending global monetary and fiscal stimulus are building. Global economy, in his opinion, is going to bottom out in the second half of 2009. Rubini, he did this in a commentary today at the Financial Times. He's a good read. You don't have to agree with him. You don't have to disagree with him. But in a worst-case scenario that you build, you should probably have a little bit more cash on the sidelines. Depending on, you know, David, who just called in as an iron worker, when he hears this story, in his head, he has to go, I should have a little more cash. So the global economy is going to bottom out in the second half of 2009, he writes. He says the recession in the United States, the UK, and some European countries will not be formally over before the end of the year, while the recovery has started in nations like China, France, Germany, Australia, and Japan. Okay. Write that down. Where is he? He's basically saying... There's some economic traction in hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. China, France, Germany, Australia, and Japan. Now, governments around the world have pledged about $2 trillion in stimulus measures amid the worst worldwide recession since the Great Depression. Fed Reserve Chairman Ben Bernanke, very self-congratulatory last week, saying we saved the world. Him and other policymakers have have cautioned ultimately the recovery is likely to be muted, indicating that they would not soon remove the stimulus injected in the financial system. Now, Rubini wrote in this article, and this is where it it touches and it tickles, and it goes, oh, I get it. I get what he's trying to say here. He says, quote, there are risks associated with exit strategies from massive monetary and fiscal easing. Policymakers are deemed uh, or are ultimately damned if they do and damned if they don't. By leaving the low cost of money right now, corporations are getting addicted to it. By leaving the low cost of money, commodities could become inflationary. And when we take it away, we're going to say, punch bowl over, party's over, everyone leave. That low cost of money 
may cause people to go with it and say, you know what? It was easy making money when the Federal Reserve would lend money overnight at almost no cost. Now it's a lot tougher. I'm going to take my money and put it elsewhere. So government and central banks ultimately may undermine the recovery and tip their economies back into stag deflation if they raise taxes, cut spending, and mop up excess liquidity in their systems to reduce fiscal deficits. He defines stag deflation as recession and deflation. I think you could probably say right now that we're in a recessionary and deflationary environment. People are working fewer hours. Now, those who maintain large budget deficits, they're going to be punished by bond market vigilantes as inflationary expectations and yields on long-term government bonds rise and borrowing costs climb sharply. That, in turn, is going to lead to stagflation. Now, European Central Bank official Jean-Claude Van Damme Trichet, he's suggesting that, you know, uh, he's not going to reverse their emergency stimulus amidst mounting evidence of an economic recovery. But... The ECB has cut its benchmark interest rate to a record 1%, and they're buying covered bonds and flooding banks with money. We need a credible exit strategy. I don't think we got one. So he's currently expecting what's called a U-shaped recovery, where growth could be anemic and below trend for at least a couple of years. A full global recovery from the current recession may take two years or more. Rising unemployment, a global financial system that's severely damaged, and weak corporate profitability are amongst reasons why any recovery is not going to be V-shaped. He is pretty hardcore in his opinions. Speaking of hardcore, let's go to Jay in Petaluma, 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Jay? Hey, Rob. Hi. Hey, I'm a big fan. I just wanted to call you before I start a school year again. I'm a teacher. And uh, I kind of wanted to run by you my financial situation. I'm in a teacher's union that uh, just voted to authorize a strike, for one. And then for two, um, I'm set to inherit about $300,000. I have two kids, wife, I'm 36, don't really know what to do. Do you have any thoughts? I can give you more details, too. Sure. Do you own a home? Pardon me? Do you own a home? No, I actually sold one in 06. Okay. Um, wife, does she work? Not yet, but she's a teacher. She'll go back when the kids are old enough. Okay. Okay. First and foremost, I'm not going to give you a lot of detail because that would take three to five hours to really work you up, so to speak. Now, what I can say is there's a great book. It's called The New Rules About Money. It's 88 chapters. You should get it uh, because each chapter is about three pages long, and it'll cover life insurance. It'll cover disability insurance. It'll cover things along those life, those those issues that you know come up. Now, some of the things that are in that book, The New Rules About Money, you're going to go, I disagree with, and that's okay because we're allowed to disagree. Now, max out your 403B. What? Tell me a little bit about your 403B or what do you have? Well, I have the Sturs Retirement. Okay. Which is, you know, Calsters. I guess a pension, but after that, it's non-existent. I don't have a 403B maxed out. Okay. If you can get any money into a 403B, that would be great. The pension is going to be what I refer to as conservative money later in life, Jay. Uh-huh. Um, you know, my father was in the military, and because he was in the military for 30 years, they gave him a pension until he died. And then when he died, it was transferred over to my uh, my mother, and it was very conservative. It, it it would have been nice if he had invested all that money instead of counted on a pension. Now, um, in your situation, thanks for the call, you're going to want to make sure that you get disability insurance. Um, you're going to want to make sure that you get disability insurance in case you know you get hit by a car and uh, it's a total accident, but you're not able to work. That would put your family in financial ruin. You're going to want to get term life insurance on you in case you get hit by a car and die instead of getting hit by a car and live. 
you're going to want to get term life insurance on you. Um, basically, a 250000 policy on your two kids. So it's two 250000 policies for 20 years or until they hit college age, roughly, is the time frame you want to look at it. And you probably want a million-dollar policy on yourself or your wife in case you get hit by a bus. She's, you know, able to process your death correctly and then eventually go back to work. So you want disability insurance. You want term life insurance. You want to get money into the 403B with the potential strike. Teachers rarely, rarely go on strike for prolonged periods of time. It's it's um, the two sides ultimately get back together because our kids need education. So with the two kids, uh, with the, the potential strike, maybe you want to put a little extra money aside. Everyone should have a two-month cushion for emergencies. Let's say, Jay, you lose your job. You could probably find another teaching job in one or two months is the thought. Now, since we're in a recession, people say maybe up that two-month emergency fund to three to four months, maybe five to six if you're in a sales position where it takes a little bit longer to get the you know the traction. Uh, a salesperson at Clear Channel Radio, the uh, first couple months they're getting to know my show. This third month, fourth month, they start doing a little bit more sales. So it takes a little bit of time to get traction in sales, so to speak. Um, I think that's really the the best I could start you off on. And uh, thanks for listening. And the book, again, is called The New Rules About Money by Rick Edelman, E-D-E-L-M-A-N. You can go to Amazon.com and probably get it cheap, like $5 used. Don't buy new books. People who buy new books are snobs. You don't need to buy new books. Uh, there's so many used books out there already. They're incredibly, incredibly discounted. If you buy it at Amazon.com, you don't have to pay the 9.5% sales tax in the state of California. Um, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. And if you are a teacher um, and you want uh, a, a pseudo-celebrity to come speak to your school, you can contact me and I'll come speak to the kids about money. Uh, hopefully they're... 10th, 11th, 12th grade versus 3rd, 4th, 5th. But if you want me to come talk to 3rd, 4th, 5th graders about how to you know, get a job in media, I'd do that as well, I'm like a career day. I'm available. I'm free, um, by the way. Maybe a beer um, is my fee, but typically free is my fee. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. Don't forget, if you want free movie tickets, you can call Heidi right now and say, Heidi, I want free movie tickets for Wednesday night, August 26th, AMC Metreon. It's taking Woodstock. Um it's groovy. It's all about Woodstock as well, you would imagine. And um, you can call 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. I'm back next at 12 noon on Talk 910 KNEW. Now, Rob Black. Take your baby by the hand. Here's a band that we probably could have lived without in the world. Wang Chung. When once asked the pretentious question, where'd you come up with the name Wang Chung? He said it's the sound that guitar makes when you go like this. It goes wang, chung. And I'm like, that's a pretentious answer to a pretentious question. Yeah, I don't think we needed a wang chung. But Dance All Days, a cute girl in the video. I remember that as a teenage boy getting all goosed up and crazy and testosterone ridden and angst. Yeah. 
800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639. You don't have to be afraid to call into the show. We can talk about anything. For instance, there's a headline out there today that says Thailand's economy rebounds in the second quarter. I don't even know what language they speak in Thailand, but I can look at the data and go, interesting. Thailand's economy expanded by 2.3% in the second quarter. Now, their economy had contracted by 4.9% in the second quarter. The the country, speaking of year-on-year, down 7.1%. Now they're starting to come out of their recession. So their economy contracts at 7.1%. The United States, we were less than that. We weren't much less than that, but we were less than that. Now, they've already expanded into growth. So what I want you to kind of see is that international investing, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. If I have to do a show on one thing that I love, it's international investing. Here it is. Here's the show. Welcome to the Rob Black Show. It's the love show. The one thing Rob Black loves, international investing. So show over. Thanks. Don't forget to tip the waitresses, and I'll be here all week. So Thailand grows faster out of the out of the recession, but it also had a deeper, more dark recession. So the lesson you have to learn is you want international, but you better be prepared. You better be prepared. You better not need that money in the short term. I like everything in Asia minus Japan. Everything in Asia minus Japan. Now, why don't I like Japan? Because they got old people there. Their society is older than our society. They take very good care of their older people. That's expensive. Very expensive. You know, the one thing that we needed this year was the swine flu virus to kill old people. And guess what? It doesn't kill old people. It kills young people. People who pay taxes. People who pay the government money so they can give away our money to old people. We wanted swine flu to kill old people, but damn it, that's not going to happen. Okay. It's people. Soylent Green is made out of people. Our next choice is to silently give away free cruises to old people and then turn them into crackers and eat them, give them to the poor in the bread lines. Um, Anyway, I'm digressing. So I like everything in Asia, minus Japan. And more importantly, I've got a stomach for it. Do you know how many times I've looked at my 401k statement this year? Twice. I look at my quarterly performance, and that's it. I look at it to make sure that nothing's going crazy with it. I don't have to overdo it. My exposure into Asia and international is getting more and more every single year. Why? Because the United States becomes less fiscally responsible every single year. I don't think I'll ever be 100% international because I still believe in our capitalism. Our capitalism wants to grow profits in the 8 to 10% range. I can dig that. I can deal with that. I'm good with that. Our capitalism fires people when we have to. I'm good with that. But I do believe more and more in international investing. But I got the stomach for it, too. I know. I know. If anyone's seen me recently, I got a bit of a belly. I'm working on it. Four, eight-minute miles a day, five days a week. She'll be gone quickly. Anyway, AutoNation. AutoNation is one of those companies that does car sales. And they actually ended their cash for clunkers uh, deal on Friday. A couple days early because... Ultimately, the government's just not sending out checks fast enough, and they're a little bit freaked out by it. AutoNation sold over 10,500 cars and trucks with clunker rebates. Now, the company has received some reimbursements from the government, but they still owed about $45 million 
for deals already completed. I cannot tell you how angry I am that our government gave my tax money to someone to buy a new car so they can go further in debt. New cars are bad investments. You know, when I saw that, I almost called her a crack whore, but I better not. When I saw that that financial person, Susie Orman, uh, do a commercial about buying a new car, I was like, what a friggin' joke this person is. New cars are bad investments, and oh, it kills me. It kills me. Two-year-old car with an extended warranty, I'm fine with. New car? Uh-uh. Too much debt for the average American. And we already have too much debt as average Americans. Do you know what the word, uh, or do you know what the, the, the letters BOGO means? B-O-G-O? 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 I'm going to tell you in just a second. After I get to Don Jay in Cupertino? Yep. Hey there. Hey, Rob. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Okay, best. And thanks for the show. It's very, very nice show. Very informative. Uh, I have two questions, Rob. Uh, first is with respect to VMware. Ticker symbol is VMW. Uh, I bought this stock in 2007 when they just uh, they went IPO uh, at $60. Saw it to go to 120, and now it is like 30. And uh, I am just holding on to it, but I have. I mean, I am in IT, so I know what that company is into. But I do. I mean, in past like past couple of months, it's just staying over there. So I want to know your opinion as how do you say it financially? Sure. Um, let me just do the VMware question because I'm up against break and I'd like to actually get through it if I can. And thanks for the call. VMware, ticker symbol is VMW. What they do is called virtualization software. And you know what that is, but most people, some people in California do, but most people outside of California don't is my assumption. So it's based out of Palo Alto, and you're correct that they came public a couple years ago, went from 60 to 120 down to 30. That's the typical flight of a tech company. What happens is they're on to something, and they're a private company, and they're spun off out of another company, EMC in this case, and venture capitalists say, we like what you do. There's some sizzle in it. The sizzle in this company is... Virtualization, And what that basically means is you used to have to have a server for Unix. And you used to have to have a server for Windows for your company. And you used to have to have a server for um, Java. And the basic idea is you can now have one server and run all three versions of software basically at the same time. Now, three years ago, this was kind of cool and no one was doing it. Now there's enough people doing it. So competition has come in, and that's very, very typical in technology. What does that mean? Okay, so in the ecology example, they, they basically had the whole field to themselves, uh, and it was good grass. And then the big cow you know, comes over, Microsoft says, hey, I want some of that grass. And HP says, hey, I want some of that grass. And you know, everyone kind of wants to jump in on it, so to speak. So virtualization software it creates and ma- manages what are called virtual machines. VMware does. Uh, computer functions that spread across multiple systems that act as one. So companies use VM software to more efficiently integrate and manage server storage, network, and functions, lowering the operating costs and the computing resources. Uh, they also provide consulting, support, training. Companies got relationships with Dell, HP, IBM. Came around in 1998, I believe, was their founding year. Let me pull up some of their financials for you ever so quickly and kind of weave this all in together. P.E. right now, price to earnings for next year is 30 times earnings. This year, it's 42. So when it came out at 60, it was priced for perfection. When it went to 120, it was ludicrous. I had recommended people pick up the IPO, but not to hold the IPO, to trade the IPO. 
Um, price to sales ratio is about 6.57. Now, let me give you a, a price to sales ratio. That doesn't mean much to you, but let's pull up, for instance, Microsoft's price to sales ratio, another software company. And by no means would you really compare an Uber large cap company to you know this company. So let me do this ever so quickly. Give me just a second. Oracle's got virtual license software. So competitions all come in. So Microsoft is selling at 3.7 times sales. Which would you rather own? In theory, you're going to get more growth out of VMware, but you're going to get more safety out of Microsoft because they even pay a dividend in this day and age. Now, let's take a quick look. Um, Second quarter was an inflection point. They met street expectations. They guided in line. They're not really raising their expectations. Um, A budget flush in fourth quarter. Enterprise license agreements as a percent of booking should improve. VMworld is being held August 31st through September September 3rd. So you should probably hear some new product features coming out next week at this time uh, or a little bit there shortly thereafter. Uh, macro situation, IT and spending environment, uh, not much related to competitive pressure from Microsoft. Um, let's see, most analysts... They just uh, VMware just bought a company called Spring Source for $362 million in cash and equity. Um, trying to find if there's anything super relevant. Uh, most people see the valuation on the company. They see it as a $30 stock based on valuation. And a little bit of Microsoft's upcoming release 2 candidate, uh, R2 uh, release, uh, which is going to be big competition. Um, bouncing along bottom. So it doesn't look to have a lot of downside beyond where it currently is, but it seems to be lacking a catalyst for growth in earnings to get it higher. Let me see if that... Yeah, you know, downside seems to be the the 20s in a worst-case scenario, but it seems like it's bouncing right around here in the 30s. And one last thing, um, financials. This is a pretty good example of of, of the financials and the growth at VMware, ticker symbol VMW. Um, 700 million, 1.3 billion, 1.8 billion in revenue. Now, income of 85 million, 218 million, 290 million. So, the last year has seen revenues increase by 500 million from 1.3 billion to 1.8 billion, but profit has only jumped from 218 to 290. So, the best growth in the company was 2006, 2007 year, not 2007 to 2008. That's about all I got for you on it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Show uh, station is Talk 910 KNEW. The show is The Rob Black Show. It's The Rob Black Show. Second hour, I'm going to talk about best ways to save money. Real money. Cash money. Cold cash money. Wednesday, I'm going to talk groovy. We're going to talk 1960s in the second hour. You can listen online to the show at 910KNEW.com. 910KNEW.com. It's The Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. One eight hundred three four five KNEW. This is Rob Black. Someone just sent me an email. It's actually pretty funny. It's a web address, so get your deb deb debs ready. USDebtClock.org. USDebtClock.org. And you might remember if you've ever been to New York City, there was a uh, 
a clock on the wall that basically showed our, our national debt. And every second you'd be like, wow, we're getting more and more in debt. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands. Like, wow, that's crazy. This will show you how out of control our government is. Go to usdebtclock.org. And I guarantee you, you're going to want to slap Nancy Pelosi after you look at this. Because of healthcare spending. Because our government's just out of control. Out of control. So the stock market is up right now, but it is ev- up ever so slightly. We opened strong. Stocks turned mixed today after touching 2009 highs. Oil has hit a 10-month high on recovery hopes. Bernie Madoff dying of cancer. Couldn't happen to a better person, right? Guy scams billions and billions and billions of dollars. Not millions. Not hundreds of thousands of dollars. The guy scammed Billions of dollars. Now he's dying of cancer. Apple's Snow Leopard goes on sale on Friday. Now, I told you I was going to tell you what B-O-G-O, BOGO, means. BOGO means buy one, get one free. And it's a great way to save a little bit of money in the world. Now, analysts are now starting to look at back to school. And what happens is we're in a recession. People are tighter with their wallet. So analysts are they're paying attention. They go into the, show, the, the stores like Gap. Gap's offering $20 off new denim. So that's going to hit their bottom line. It may get more revenue, but it's certainly going to hit their bottom line. Um, Aeropostale or um, Abercrombie and... Fi- no, no. Um, yeah, Aero. Um, uh, Give me just a second. I want to check one stock before I comment on it. Kind of a sticker for that. American Eagle, um, back to me, <laughs> I'm here. So AEO, American Eagle, they've increased promotional uh, cadence in denim. They're doing a buy one, get one free 50% off promo, which requires purchase of two pairs of denim. So that could drive volume for them. Now, again, keep in mind, sometimes Wall Street is not about making money. Sometimes it's about making cash so that you can pay off your debt that you have. Maybe you took out a bond at 6%. You want to retire it early so you don't have to keep paying that 6% to people. Aeropostale, they're also a back-to-school play as well. What are they doing? They're basically taking market share and commanding higher prices. Okay, so out of the three companies, Gap cutting prices, 20 bucks on denim. Aeropostale saying, we're not cutting prices. American Eagle, they're saying buy one, get one free. And... At who, who would you buy out of those three companies? Out of the bottom line, you would want to buy Aeropostale, ticker symbol ARO. I'm not telling you to do that. But in the world of retail, they're the ones who are winning right now because they're not slashing prices. Pacific Sunwear, ticker symbol PSUN, they're accelerating the promotions as well. They're already implementing initiatives to, you know, to highlight on their earning call. They're doing everything they can to bring in cash. One's not more right than the other. But in the end, it's all about earnings if you're an investor. 800-345-5639 to calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Rob Black. Weekday mornings from 10 to noon on Talk 910 KNEW. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.